0: Set your alarm for Saturday mornings on KYMN for the Raider Wrap. Join me, Jimmy LaRue, at 10 o'clock each Saturday as I talk with area coaches and gather insight to the ins and outs of high school sports and activities. A.J. Reister will bring you up to date with all the scores and highlights of the week along with one-on-one interviews in our segment of Meet the Raider. It's all right here Saturday mornings starting at 10 a.m. on KYMN 95.1 The One. Locally owned, independently programmed, 95.1, The One. 722 on a uh, Monday morning. Joining us now is uh, State Senator Rich Dreheim from District 20. Senator Dreheim, thank you so much for taking a few minutes and being with us today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. We wanted to catch up with you on just what how the summer has gone, you know, from a legislative standpoint, what have you been up to, uh, are there any projects or anything going on, so I guess we can start off by just asking you how your summer has gone.
1: You know, it, it's gone well, we moved, um, so after 25 years being in the same house, um, we, we moved uh, not very far, but we moved, so... Uh, that that's taken up quite a bit of summer and then of course following my kids i have a 13 and 16 year old uh one's doing tennis for the first time this year and everyone's playing football
0: all right uh, football season's underway do they play is madison lake do they have their own team or is that one of the cooperatives
1: no they play in cleveland they go to cleveland and uh for tennis they uh, they play with tcu actually but for football they do have their own program.
0: So you right. never know. All right. Let's t- uh talk about the legislative standpoint. Uh do you is there uh, is there really much going on? Of course there's no session or anything, but I'm sure you have been in contact with uh some constituents or vice versa.
1: Yeah, you know, most of the the summer spent uh, you know, just meeting with people, um going to meetings, um There's a couple what we call commissions that meet 12 months out of the year, and and those are a House and a Senate combined um, meetings on on particular subjects. Um, I'm on two of those, one with water, pretty much anything and everything to do with water, which is obviously really important in Minnesota, and then uh, the other one on housing.
0: Hmm. Now, that water commission, I... As far as that goes, you know, we've had, uh, water has been a big thing this summer, really lack thereof. We've had a very dry summer for, for much of the part. We were bouncing back, uh, rebounding a little bit here late in the uh, summer. But that's, uh, uh, from a drought standpoint, is that something you would discuss at all options available uh, uh, within the uh, Senate and the House? Yeah,
1: there's there's discussion. Um about the effects of the drought, how bad the drought is. Um, you know, I, I can't remember. I think the late 80s was the last time it was this dry. Um, in my area. Um, and I think it probably was a little drier. Uh, you know, I think 88, 89, somewhere in there. Um, from what I remember. Uh, and, and we bounced back. We were very fortunate. But it is real regional you know you watch the storms that'll be coming in today um you know they'll they'll catch a, a wide portion of the state but not the whole state um you know and I, and I know they did uh, I think lift a burning ban up in boundary waters which is a good thing
0: Senator Richard Dreheim is uh with us uh senator let's uh let's talk about what's been I guess what's been in the news I don't think you've been directly involved with this but that is you know the uh, the state has 250 million dollars in extra federal spending uh, for COVID and they're looking at who to give that to I think both sides at this time uh, would like to give it to uh, people you know in the the front row the the uh, first responders and people who have you know been on the line but have you followed that much? Uh, the uh, obviously the Democrats would like to spread it out a little bit more. What are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, that, that's the big debate. Um, you know, you spread it out too far, it doesn't mean meaningful. Um, you know, I I, I kind of look at you know where where are we in the most need to keep people in those careers, and um, I, I met with some. Uh, hospital people here um last week and uh, we're not quite critical but we're darn close to critical on the shortage of employees uh for long-term care and um that blows back on on their industry um because a lot of times hospitals send people to nursing homes to recover um and if the nursing homes can't take people, you know, usually on that short-term couple weeks recovery, um, the hospitals have to. And then that affects their ability to uh, to have room for others. So um, a big issue, you know, anybody that's come up to St. Paul and met with me, they've heard me lecture about how in 2026 we're going to have this uh, huge problem with more people retiring than entering the workforce it'll it'll be a statistical deficit so right now we have a problem with finding employees um, but it, but it's not going to get any better in the next five years uh, because we have so many more people retiring than entering the workforce so statistically, the worst is going to be twenty twenty six but you know right now what do we do about it? We, you know, we, we need people to help take care of our, our elderly, um, and and, there, and there's a real shortage. And, and I, I I don't know what the solution is. Um, you know, encourage people to go into that industry. You know, we've had bills to um, help offset the cost of, of schooling uh, to go into those fields. Um, I, I personally have carried some. Um, but I, I don't know uh, what the solution is. But we're going to have a real problem, so um, we'll have to stay tuned and, and keep an eye on it.
0: So, are there uh, groups that you would like to see outside of uh, the healthcare workers uh, that may be a part of that uh, that two hundred and fifty dollars get uh, some type of uh, some type of I guess refund or rebate?
1: You know, I'd have to look at the numbers. I'm not. Uh, I'm not involved in that negotiations. Um, but you know the more people you add, the less dollars that goes out. Um, so do you want a whole bunch of people to get forty dollars mm-hmm. yeah y- y- you know I mean so you know i i i would have to sit and crunch the numbers and look at um you know i obviously people that work in the hospital setting and in a nursing home setting uh first responders i I think those would be my first three choices. Um, But, you know, like I said, I'm not on the committee. I I haven't heard the the debate on it. And um, when I asked about it a couple weeks ago um, from people that are on it, uh, they hadn't come to an agreement yet.
0: The uh, the governor uh, reportedly is concerned that if you do call a special, uh, spe- if he does call a special session to, uh, you know, pass this bill, whatever it is they come up with, that uh, the Republicans might try to uh, fire Jan Malcolm, the health commissioner. Uh, have you been part of any conversations like that? What do you think of uh, the what she has been doing?
1: No, I you know I haven't really been. I'm I'm not on leadership. Um, I, I try to just get my work done and not not worry about that. Um I've worked with uh Commissioner Malcolm quite a bit. Um I I know one of the most vocal uh senators uh pushing to maybe let her go is uh Senator Abler. Um and that really shocks me. He he uh chairs the other um Health and Human Service Area Committee, um, a huge advocate um, in that field for people uh, with disabilities, um, just a, a super guy, um, and you know I, I think people should stand up and, and listen to him because uh, it is unlike him to push to remove a commissioner, um, especially in his own own field. I, you know, I, I was disappointed in their department quite a bit over the last two years, uh, being on the health, being vice chair of the Health and Human Service Committee, uh, the other committee, um, that I, I felt that we got misled from their department, um, and, you know, that, that's concerning because when COVID hit, I, I literally, was getting hundreds and hundreds of phone calls every day. People asking questions, and we're supposed to be the conduit between the people and the state. And you know, I know it originally there wasn't a lot of information, and it was kind of a moving target. I get that, um, but as time passed, and and some emails came out under some data requests it was pretty obvious that we were misled for political reasons and uh, that's on commissioner Malcolm. So, uh, you know, if it comes up, we'll have to look at it hard. I don't think anybody wants to come back in a special session to begin with. Um, So if we do come back, I would expect it to be short and sweet, get in and get out. Um, You see, we went 16 months straight and you know, we're a part time legislative body and you know we're we're supposed to be in and out in four or five months and uh you know, go back to our districts and, and, and hear the people
0: state senator rich draheim is with us uh senator draheim just one other question in, in that uh, of course you know 2022 is as an election year and we'll be electing uh a governor at that time whether it be a, a new governor or the current one he's going to be running for re-election but the republicans there have been uh, i don't know five six about a half dozen or so candidates that have announced that they will be running for their party's uh nomination do you have uh you know and several of them are senators as well at uh, some of your colleagues in the senate I, has is there anybody at this point that you've uh, you've uh, thrown your support behind or um is are there any ones that i guess reflect your views like you would like to have them reflected in a governor
1: you know great question um i you know i think last time i counted there were six I know, I know three of them quite well um you have the former Majority Leader, uh, Paul Gazelka, uh, who's currently in the Senate. And then you have uh, Michelle Benson, um, who is the Chair of Health and Human Service. I'm her Vice Chair. And then you have former Senator uh, Scott Jensen, or Dr. Jensen. And, uh, you know, we sat next to each other on the floor. Our offices were next to, next to each other for four years. So I, I know him quite well also. So I know all three of those, uh, you know, probably the best. And and I really haven't heard too much from the other three. I, I'm just glad that there's a bunch of people stepping up and uh, wanting to help uh, Minnesota and, you know, let the process take take place, let people go to caucuses, uh, let people go out and hear them and decide who they think is the best Um person to help run minnesota for the next uh, four years so I, I you know i i think all three of them would would do a fine job um you know we've we've had disagreements um like any two senators would on how to do something or, or maybe not think that something is the best route to go uh to find a solution. Um, and I think that's healthy. I think we need to be honest about that more often. Uh, just because you belong to a party doesn't mean that you believe what everybody that is in that party says. Um, so it, it'll be interesting. I, I'm just grateful that people are stepping up and wanting to get back.
0: Uh, Senator Dreheim, we want to thank you so much for taking a few minutes and being with us. Uh, enjoy your autumn, and we'll let you get back to, uh, to work. Thanks again. Yep, thank you. Mm-hmm. State Senator Rich Draheim from District Twenty. You're listening to the one KYM Northfield, Minnesota. It's eight excuse me, seven thirty five, news with the side of sports, Tim coming up.